G'day guys, welcome back to another Fedicum episode. In this week's episode, we speak and recap about our recent trip to Thailand, Phuket, where we joined our boy Sem on a fight camp, a professional Muay Thai fight camp in preparation for his upcoming fight. We also recap what it takes to trouble us boys, some things we learn about each other, navigating different personalities and whatnot. Stories, memories, the whole shebang. You guys know what to do. Like, share, subscribe. Enjoy the episode. Anyway, let's get into the episode. Um, for those that are listening, you might have seen um, the boys. We, we recently went on a trip to Thailand, and this is being shortly recorded, maybe a month later or something. Exactly, actually, exactly a month after yeah. the trip. So we wanted to do a bit of a recap, our experiences like um, um, going to Thailand and whatnot. And I wanted to start off the podcast by like asking the boys, did you guys have, obviously, pre-notions coming um to Thailand because I know some of us have traveled some of us haven't like traveled to like Thailand and obviously the the scenario of the trip or the vibe of the trip is different because you're not traveling individually or with one other person you're traveling with technically eight other people <coughs> you know like including let's say salmon stuff you know what I mean um, it's going to be a different vibe to the trip so pre-notions going into the trip and whatnot who wants to take it off um, I think for me my last trip was a solo trip so it was complete opposite to this type of trip. So going in, I don't think I realized going in, it was going to be so different. I don't know why. But it's just like, oh, I, tra- I traveled recently. You know, it'll be good. You know, fun with the boys. But then I forget how different it is traveling with, especially a group. Like, it's actually not common. I, don't, I can't remember the last time I did that as well. We could have done it a few years ago because it's different to family. Didn't you do it in Jan? January? But that's one person. Can you travel with all the boys? Those guys around Spain and Morocco and stuff? That was last... That was last year. Oh, yeah, last but then... Year. Yeah, it was last year. It was actually last year. But then in terms of my l- last trip, it was a long period of time as well by myself. So that's what I... Obviously, you get used to. Um, so going in, I didn't think much, man. Because, you know, you think of Southeast Asian countries and you think, oh, we're just going to relax, you know, do a few things here and there. It's mm. not much of a rush compared to other places maybe. Mm. But um, because I've been there before, last time I was there, it was only for two days or so. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just enough where it's like, I do want to go again and it'll probably be even better with with some boys. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to know with Barusa because he's been there a few times. Firstly, they don't know who Barusa might be or whatever. Barusa's normally behind the cameras. He's came on a couple of episodes already. He's going to be joining us because he tagged along on the trip. Seuss didn't come. Um, work uh, So Alhamdulillah Ahmed and Busa came So inshallah uh, They'll be jumping on this app When was the last time he was on? NAF NAF camp tell us? The NAF camp one NAF camp That's not yes. that long ago So people know Yeah it's good. Months, yeah. He's known Busa What was the question? Because <laughs> 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 I want to know Because you've been a few times Yep So What's a few by the way? Uh, you tell me <laughs> Busa How many times? Uh, Keeps changing <laughs> It was the seventh time Mashallah. That trip yeah Okay And most times you You went with a group of boys, yeah? Um, on three different occasions, I went with three different okay. people, uh, types of people. So, Can I ask um, one thing? Because yeah. this is going to determine if you get off now and Ahmed comes on. <laughs> was uh, our one the best one? It was. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was the shortest and it was the best. <laughs> and that's the first time, obviously, you're traveling, like, sort of, like, with us. Technically, it was our first travel as well. But we've been on a getaway before and all that kind Not of stuff. Not overseas, man. Not overseas, yeah? yeah. But did you have pre-notions coming on to coming to that trip? Like, what was your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> for me, look, I've been to Phuket multiple times. Um, I've been on my own. I've been with a group of friends, with uh, a business partner as well. So um, I knew that I knew what to expect. So I'm like, you know, we're going to get there, go to the islands, uh, see Patong, go to Bangla Road and all that, you know, see the um, all the different stuff that goes on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think for us, we kind of had an intention as well. Uh, we said we're going to go for like a uh, Muay Thai, like a, not a camp, but like we're going to attend sessions there uh, to even train with one of our friends there, Sam. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I had high expectations. I'm like, you know what? We're going to go there. Um, not only enjoy the camp, but be able to admire the the country with you guys. So yeah. I felt like... Last time, I was, was it just yeah. like the boys, island hopping, vibes... 
late nights? Was that kind of the because this is very different? We would like literally training either most days two sessions, literally most days two sessions. That was our um, day plus having fun. Like last time, what was it? Was it just straight vibes? Straight vibes. Um, so I went during COVID the last time I went to Thailand. Um, and you know, it was sorry, it was just before COVID. And, you know, going to Thailand, you're like, I'm just going to go to islands, see some, like, go to the tourist sites and do activities and stuff. But the difference about, the different thing about this trip was that, like, we got to go and experience something new. And, like, me coming from, a like, a soccer background, I didn't really, I wasn't really into fighting and boxing and all that. So, um, Did you do boxing when you were younger? I did boxing a little bit. Yeah. I started training, but then I stopped. Because it just it just took up um, a lot of my time, mm-hmm. and I wanted to have my attention on soccer. But um, just the fact that w- I knew that we we're going to go there for like a fight camp, or like fight for a few days, um, I'm like, you know what, this would be cool. Yeah. And we obviously have our inside jokes about who's the strongest um, amongst yeah. us. Who hey, can, you started that, bro. Who can wrestle? <laughs> I started that, man. <laughs> yeah, and I put myself up there, so I'm like, you know what, I got to prove it to you guys. Yeah, we'll talk. I think that was good. That there was like, because inshallah we'll get to do trips where you're exploring, you're being a tourist, or you just the boys hanging out, but it was sick that we got to get two different things. Like the idea of your mates having a fight camp before his next MMA fight and you tag along and you see him in his element and then you literally do that once, twice a day and then you go have fun, fun with your mates. Mm-hmm. So you're getting two different worlds. Yeah. It's actually a mad experience, you know? And even I thought about it like going to Thailand and training again would be amazing, but like you going by yourself and then training that 10 a.m. session then 4 p.m. It's not as fun as doing it with your mates or knowing Sam's coming and his brothers and stuff like that. Yes. There's so much more to it. It wouldn't be if you go now for the next week. It wouldn't be the same um, level of enjoyment. It'd be nice, but not um, a memory for the rest of your life and stuff. It's like it's literally a one in a lifetime type of like like trip, you know. And even like how the trip came to be, you know, like um, just so like for people to understand in that we had no plan of like even traveling any time at the second half of the year or whatnot. We've you never know? even said we've been doing the podcast four years. Yeah. We've never had like a fair decom goal, like travel once a year together, travel, blah, blah, blah. We've never had that as a goal. It, exactly, you know? And obviously, like due to circumstances, commitments, most of us working pretty much from part time to full time. Uh, pretty much everyone works here full time, you know? Mm. Um, it's pretty hard to organize something along those lines. You're married, Ashraf, and whatnot. Um, and. Like, I, I remember Bristol wasn't even there the day when it, like, it got planned. So, basically, we recorded an episode with Sem um, just before his last fight, which was, what, I don't know, September, not September, August or something along those lines, August 18th, yeah? And just before that couple of weeks, we recorded um, an episode. After the episode, Sem had told us that he was going to go and travel for a bit, but also do a fight camp, a professional fight camp in Thailand, Phuket, you know? Um, and obviously, we're taking the piss, but we're like, okay, we're going to join you. You know what I mean? Ali wasn't in the room. It was just me and you having a conversation with Sam. And then after he goes, come join. You know what I mean? And it was one of those half, like, ask comments where it's like, okay, we're going to do it. But, like, there's no commitment plan. You know I mean? You've got a budgeting and all that kind of stuff that it takes to plan, like, a trip, you know? Um, he gave us dates and then we're just like, bet, let's do it. And I remember the next day, because I work with Brissa as well. I told him, would you go, you remember this conversation? I told yeah. him, would you come to, like, Thailand? You know what I mean? Because the only person, because you said, Ashraf had said, hey, i got to confirm. Ali said yes, you know? Brisa, the next I day. I didn't know how serious it was though. Exactly. Your yes and my yes were similar. Because I was like, yeah, we're probably keen, but then to leave the group chat, it takes a lot. That's you guys the don't thing. want to be the bad buzz. Like, you just, like, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> not really <laughs> taking <laughs> initiative, but I'll go. Yeah, exactly. And plus, also at the same time, I don't know if you guys remember, but we're trying to organize a camp as well. Like, to go on like a, a camp just before, like. Um, just a general camping trip. Like a road trip, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a road trip. Actual camp where we stay three days or something along those lines. But that was a bit techie and all that kind of stuff. And then. What ended up happening was, I remember Ashraf came back one day, confirmed. No, so the next day, so the next day when I saw um, Brissa at work, he confirmed it. He said, yeah, I'm down. You know I what I mean? That. But Br- Br- Brissa's also got, he's got that down where it's like the African down where it's like, yes. You know what I mean? So three of us are like half ass. You're going to confirm. And I think the next moment, the pivotal factor was when you came back and you said, yeah, my wife said, yeah, like we can go. You know what I mean? After that, I was like, if Ashraf can go, like, there's no way no one else can, like, you know what I mean? And plus, I'm the one that said, hey, boys, let's do it. You know what I mean? And three weeks later, you guys came back to me. I think you three, you, Ahmed, and Ali had said, hey, we booked our ticket. What's the go? That's the thing. I, I was like, yeah. I knew it's so hard for people to leave the group chat. So I went, um, I just told Ali, said, we're booking this weekend. And I sent messages in the chat. I said, you book. And then inshallah, the boys would just yeah. book as well. 
And I like I, I remember calling Barissa and like, man, because I think me and you are the only ones that had annual leave and had to approve it. He yeah. goes, I have to know by this Friday. Yeah. And I booked it on the Saturday. Yeah. He goes, I have to know. If not, I can't get it. And I'm the same. I have to go ask my team leader for work, um, leave. And I'm like, but I'm just booking it. Because yeah. li we're literally asking for five days off. That's what mm -hmm. people don't understand. It's like, oh, we can't do it. You know, I never have the time, work. Like, if you want it bad enough, you can make it happen. True. Especially, we literally went, I think, six, maybe, or seven full days. Weekend and five business days. Mm -hmm. And we made it work. Me and you both came back, 7 a.m. arrived, and we worked that day. Yeah. It's like, you just got to make it work, man. And I think that's a good thing about spontaneous trips as well. Because with that spontaneity, or whatever the word is, yeah, it allows you to not overthink about how and what is going to happen. You know, it just happens. Because, like, once you book the ticket... Like everything that's gonna sort of be will happen, you know. Like based off like the vibe. it's it's a risk. It's a risk that you take. You know what I mean. But it's also like when are you gonna get like that opportunity to exactly. do that again? You know. And that's when Ashraf said yes. That's when we realized there's no there's literally no excuse. Mm -hmm. Like imagine because we don't know what's gonna happen once you know we have other commitments. True. Why can't we do it now? Mm -hmm. so that was yeah that was huge as well. Definitely. Even the finances. I know a lot of the boys were saying it was like a you know big concern and stuff. After looking back on the trip, like to go Thailand seven days, it cost us all like max fifteen hundred. True. And we got expensive tickets. Yeah, like that's the thing. Four fifty return for Melbourne. Yeah. We paid, you know, a couple hundred more. Accommodation was like two hundred for seven nights, mm. and then it's just like food and training. Yeah, it's which like not much. training sessions are fifteen dollars each mm -hmm. for an, for two hours, in pretty much any gym you go to, and it's not that expensive. Like a thousand fifteen hundred, and you get seven eight days. And memories for life. Yeah, I look. He felt like this guy was gonna pull out last minute. He actually yeah. did. He would. He's had conversation. Go, sorry, go. It on. Took him so long to purchase tickets because I think he had like other commitments and he was thinking about other stuff and dates and stuff. So that's why it took a long time. But um, yeah, if he pulled out, then it would have kind of put us into a bit of a yeah. Change it changes the vibe as well. It's like because look, <laughs> so how could I, so how could I make it? But then at least because obviously he'll come on the next trip, inshallah. But ninety percent of the group still came. Yeah. So if it's more than one or even two, then it's like it's a whole dynamic change, and you think about it. Should we just delay it for the next time? Yeah. That well, was a hard thing though. Yeah. Because we was. felt bad for Seuss. Obviously, he had work, and we're like, should we delay it? But then it's like, Sam's there. It's not like we're just going on a random trip yeah. at a random time. Like, and then it was school holidays, so it was much more expensive for like two weeks. So we had to go right after school holidays, and there's all these things yeah. that were like, and then we just said. You know, this book, yeah, yeah. I was, I was more so procrastinating to do it. Do you get what I mean? Because this guy would see me at work. He'd go, "Did you book it? Did you book it? Did you book it?" And you guys asked me like the same question, and I kind of lied to you guys at one point as well. You know that first time I told you guys I booked it, and he asked me, "Okay, so what's your dates?" Yeah, and then I just said, "Oh yeah, I booked at this date," but I actually did not book it at all because I was like, "Saves like, you know, when you work a full day, then you say you'll get home to do it, then the next day happens and all that kind of stuff." And the funny thing about that is, is I'm the one that copped it at the end. Yeah, because I don't know if you guys realize, you know how I left, I came back a day later than you guys? The reason why was because of the booking process. So I delayed it so much that I remember at one point he said there's only two uh, seats left on the, like the plane. And I'm like, okay, bet tonight I actually got to go book it. And then what ended up happening is that, what, that two tickets turned into one while I was like refreshing. So I was stressing. Me being a dumbass, what ended up happening is I ended up booking only one way. I didn't book a return. So the one way was it wasn't too expensive. It was like two fifty or whatever. I'm like, beautiful. It's not going to be a problem because I saw the initial ticket being like eight hundred dollars. So the return is going to be like probably like four hundred, three hundred dollars or something, just to make that like eight hundred. I come back and now I'm gonna. I have to try and organize a return ticket. Yeah, and I'm I'm annoyed at this point. You know what I mean? Anyway, then I go and try to book the return ticket. The return ticket alone was the same price as going like a, a full flight ticket, like a two way, like a two way ticket. So just to return, it costs like $800. So I'm like, and I'll suggest, and I'm like, there's no way I'm paying like $800. Like either I stay there a whole week longer and find like a cheaper ticket, yeah, which is, I don't care about, to be honest, you know what I mean? Or um, I go about it. So then I just started searching the internet and that's when I found like AirAsia, you know, and wallahi, I copped it on the way back. <laughs> I copped it on the way back because, you know, you know my pre, like my pre-thought of going onto the Jetstar plane was, okay, cool, it's going to be like a domestic flight. Yeah, that just our flight was actually top notch. Yeah, it was with a lot of space. Yeah, we're talking for yeah. it wasn't that bad flying internationally with it. Air Asia was what Jetstar is flying domestically. You get what I mean? On the way back, yeah, I'm like, like I'm hoping like I get a um, a leg seat. I didn't get a leg seat, but what ended up happening was also just a bit of context. On the way back, 
this is when because when we were there Israel and Palestine that is when it just like kicked off yeah and obviously like I was like looking into it and all this kind of stuff on the way back the first guy that I sit next to I'm like damn it he starts off he's got a hissy fit he's coughing the whole lot and I'm like this is going to be the longest and you know on the way back yeah you know how the flight always seems longer on the way back than going there that 10 hours felt like 20 hours but for some reason subhanallah halfway through because he looked like a typical Asian guy yeah we didn't speak for the whole time at one point when he asked me can I leave the aisle he goes, can I jump through, whatever. He had the most bogan Aussie accent in the world. Like literally, you, you know that um, Asian comedian? Yeah. On yeah. Channel 10 or whatever yeah. whatever his name is. He looked exactly... He made the TV show on Netflix, that one. Yeah, yeah that yeah, guy yeah, there. Yeah. And he sounded like him. And for three hours, he started speaking about Israel and Palestine. And he killed like my time, you know? So that's the problem with like procrastinating and stuff on trips because mm. you end up like copying it, you know what I mean? But... Um, yeah. <coughs> um, I was a bit selfish as well at the start. Um, I'm like, you know what? Because uh, I think it was a grand final weekend. So we had that extra three days. Yeah, true. And I was full planning. I'm like, you know what? I'll see the boys there. Let me try and go somewhere else beforehand. So oh, I, I remember you talking about that. Ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so I was full thinking. I'm like, do you reckon I can go to London quickly and then what? make my way there? <laughs> He's an air raider, man. <laughs> no, but honestly, if you, pull, if you <laughs> pulled that off, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm it's the type of guy that yeah, would actually do that. You are. I went to London for like six days, man. Like seven days, you know, and I came back. But like I'm like, how can I make the most of it? And I even offered um, for you to come to Malaysia yeah, and Singapore as well. Up, bro. It was pretty cheap. It's like two hundred dollars extra. I'm like, why not? But then I'm like, I tried to remind myself of the whole purpose of the trip. You know, going together, coming back together. I'm like, that's gonna be full on selfish if I just do my own thing. But yeah, I didn't think it was that deep though, because if he left without us, actually, no, it is kind of nah, deep. It is deep. No, yeah, because no, you know why? Because the 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 one of the most memorable part of the trip, I don't know, the most excitement that I got. It's kind of nice when you guys all like hop on, a, you board a plane together, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. you know what I mean? For me, I I'm limited with annual leave and how long I can obviously take away from you know spending time here in Melbourne. So when you guys are talking about, oh, let's make the trip ten days, let's yeah. make it eleven days, I have to like. Um, not tell you let's do the trip in like seven days but I have to try to plan to see like no 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 don't use your annual leave you know Sam's doing this let's make a six day trip it's yeah. easier for this and I use like Sahel to try yeah. to like no I got that vibe I got that vibe I, asked I, can't, I can't leave for two weeks there's no yeah. chance and you guys are like I can you're like I can I'm like bro I can <laughs> six days I'm get, and then I'm getting in trouble it's like okay what can I do I need to change the narrative like, so how can I only do five days so boys come on let's do it for Seuss and, and is that why? Can I ask you? Is that why you also booked in the tickets as well? Because nah, once it's booked, time, at that time it was we uh, we did eight days. Yeah, it was uh, it was eight days. At that time we said that amount. Okay, it okay. wasn't like we guys said ten and we said it was cheaper. Mm. At that time everyone agreed yeah. seven eight days. Like, it was yeah, because I remember this guy's annual leave was the same. But mm -hmm. before that, when it was in the idea stage, I had to plant the idea. The seed in it, yeah. yeah. But if you think about it, like eight days was perfect. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, yeah, You're yeah, right, you know we what? Did a lot, I two, two weeks would have been too much. Yeah, and That's I got true. bored at the end. That's like, true. As in, oh. Besides the training, it was like, there's nothing else to do in Phuket. Yeah, okay, true, true, true. Yeah. You know how I know you're right about that? Because as soon as, because I didn't tell you guys I had that situation with my tickets and all that, because I just kept to push it, because technically I had already lied to you guys and told you I booked my ticket ages ago. So I remember one day we were finished like a recording and I told Ali, hey, um, I'm coming back a day later or something along those lines. I don't know how long. At the time I thought I was coming three days later. And I was like, no way, bro. Because I might actually change my ticket to stay back three days. <laughs> yeah, I actually sussed, I sussed it out, bro, but too expensive, man. It was, it was, it was. And it like Rissa said, honestly, towards the end of the week, we're like, I think a week was perfect, man. Yeah. Because it's not a normal trip to go train tw twice, or well, most days were twice, and then do other things as well. That's a long day, and that's yeah. every single day. Like, that's tiring on the body. Did you guys, like, prefer the idea of traveling with your boys? Because I see the pros of it. But I think like uh, over a week, it's the you're planting the seeds to have some, you mm. know, there's gonna be some, yeah some more clashes and stuff. Like seven days, like oh, three four days in, you're like oh, we're leaving in three days. I can suck it up. But if you go two three four weeks with your boys, mm -hmm. I can that'll be very difficult. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you boys think? I wanna like, I wanna hear Ahmed's take on that. Did you hear the question? Did you catch the question? I repeat it again because I tell you why, um, Ahmed, because. Everyone here has traveled in a group before, correct? You have, you have, you have, yeah? Ahmed is not the only one, so I want to hear, like, his novel take on that. Come on, hop on, we'll do a quick switcheroo. You can, they can share? Substitute. Uh, what was the question? So they could travel in a group? I was saying, so, like, the pros of traveling in a group, because I was saying, like, 
you know, that's traveling solo. You traveled with your family recently. Mm. You went on like a whole month travel. Mm. And it's like, that's, you know, with your family. And then there's obviously going with your wife. And then there's going with the boys. Yeah. And it's like, do you see that there's maybe more freedom? Because maybe your parents uh, used to kind of control. That's obviously a normal thing. I think it's like traveling with the family is more, more of a like, because the uncle or the, or the the elders have have a, a set plan of what you want to do and stuff like that. I think maybe because I was a kid back then, like I had days, let's just follow what your parents organize. They'll take you to fun places and stuff. But for when we got older, like the the month trip that I did at the at the end uh, at the end of last year, it was because I was a, like obviously I'm an adult. Um, they were more lenient. Oh, let's do something together. But if you want to do something, just go ahead. Because I, I went around Egypt, I went around Morocco, and I went around Saudi. Yeah, so it was it was fun to be able to go out your way and do stuff for your own. But traveling with a group of boys is a whole different world. I tell you that because you get to you have the same humor, the same do the uh, same experiences, and you guys can we can waffle about with with people, waffle about with each other, mm-hmm. play a little pranks on each other and stuff like that. It's not something you can do every day with. Uh, with your family and stuff like that. Were you excited to be traveling with? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, as the first time going going with a bunch of boys, yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. Especially another country. I've done like like going out out of state or go out of uh, mm. uh, just a few kilometers away from my house. But yeah, but <laughs> yeah. overseas is good. Yeah, true, yeah. true. I think Ahmed was the most excited because you know when we we created. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when we created um, the group chat? We we created the Thailand group chat, and. Also, like, just to draw a bit of context as well. I think Ashraf and I are the only people that haven't been to Thailand before. You have, actually? Never. No. So Ashraf and I were the only ones that haven't been to Thailand before. So Ashraf being Ashraf said, um, I think Ahmed, um, he wanted to get Ahmed's, like, input on what we should do going to Thailand and stuff. And that's when Ahmed sent, like, a list of all the things we're going to do. And he said, (laughs) (laughs) where he goes, Bruce and I will organize the activities. You just casted me. Yeah. Like, look, I have been a few days in that, but he just... He's just like, no, no, Bruce and I will take care of it. <laughs> yeah. he goes, you guys don't know Thailand. I'm going to organize all the activities. <laughs> you guys can add on whatever you guys want. <laughs> you know, for the reason I did that, because I've been to Thailand before. And it, mm. like I've been there like for two weeks. And I went to Bangkok and Phuket. Mm. So for someone like a first, obviously it was my first time. Mm-hmm. And my uncle organized the whole thing. So I p- basically stole the ideas that he had. So for so first comers like you, you, you and Welly. And <laughs> first comments. <laughs> first comments to a country like that. I want, to see, I want you guys to experience the first, the, uh, the actual Thailand, the first, uh, that main That's attraction. Mm. And after that, obviously, when I said you can add things, whatever you guys like, that, that was yeah. your free will. Um, not in, how do I, how do I put this? Um, I, maybe because Welly and I, like, we did a lot of prior research. It didn't seem like uh, you or Bruce or Ali knew, like, so much more in the Thailand local um, understanding. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know, when you go to a new country, language barrier, you don't know where to go. They didn't like take lead and be like, we were planning the days. Yeah, they true. were kind of, you know, like, yeah. it, was, like it was like we all knew what we we're doing and there wasn't like a big difference. Um, but I was, it was interesting when you were creating your list because when you're creating like things to do, Legendary gave some input and you... I, I got shunned. Yeah. Did I actually give? Did I show you? And then you took his idea and pretended <laughs> it was yours. <laughs> Wait, which idea was this? Or ideas? Was something? Well, yeah. hey, should do this. Hey, that just confirms that, that it doesn't. Then I'll write the itinerary there was and then one. you added that. There was there was two. I think I gave <laughs> so two. Because <laughs> also going into the trip, yeah, and like just to re like enforce like why we went on this trip. My intentions of going on this trip were two things. Yeah, kicking it with the boys and going overseas, which we've never done before. And the other thing is the added effect of going to Thailand to go train like their most common sport or their probably most famous sport over there, which is Muay Thai, you know what I mean? And the fact that one of our mates does that, it's just like an experience in my world that you won't get before. So when we were creating that list, I didn't really have much to add to it except like two things. I think it was maybe the gun range and there was one other thing. If you like can the islands and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe Fifi Island yeah, or something. They were the only two. Tiger but something. Something along those lines. Um... Yeah, yeah. It was just funny. <laughs> I, I like um, yeah. you learn more about people's personalities traveling, yeah. which That's is actually true. very good because Alhamdulillah, us five boys, uh, we do business together, we do fair income together, but because we do podcasts once a week, 
we do, you know, sometimes something like we hang out another day, once a fortnight. It's once, twice. Yeah. But when you get to spend like a hundred hours straight together, it's just, it's <laughs> funny memories. And you learn yeah. a lot about each other. I, mm. I, I think the good thing that we did as well, like before the trip, mm. we were all linked up and just maybe like th four days before the trip, we, we uh, you weren't there uh, at that time. <laughs> That's, uh, unlucky. But yeah. you know, he yeah. got the gist. But uh, all the boys sat down and Welly like, put it out there. Okay, boys, what is your actual plans? What are you keen for? What are you not keen for? And it was a good thing that we all shared our common interest of what we want to do on this trip. Yeah. And, yeah. and we said, look, if, if somebody wants to do something else, go ahead, bro. Mm -hmm. We're not going to hold you back. But if it's something that we plan all together, it was good to like just yeah. participate and the rest of the day you can choose. You know why? Because yeah. you know when you're traveling with groups and you hear all the time Twitter story, TikTok stories, like later on it's like <laughs> often when a group of friends, whether guys or girls travel together, some of them don't come back as friends. Yeah. And like I think of it as a couple of ways. I think of it as three ways. I learned this when like I traveled with obviously Willie one-on-one, -on -one, you know what I mean? This is a thought that I was having prior to it as well. You know, maybe I blurred out the name or something. When I was traveling on my last trip, yeah, is I think of it three ways, yeah. You either come back stronger as friends, yeah, which is what you aim for, you know, because you share common experiences and whatnot. The second being is you don't, like your friendship doesn't break off or whatever, but you just realise that you're very much different people. You know what I mean? And there's no, there's no harm in that, you know what I mean? And the third is where you realise you're so different and that you have conflicting, like, Beliefs like you, you realize that you guys maybe cannot work yeah, when you come back to Melbourne. It naturally distance you from the other person after the trip. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, and the funny thing is, I know like forget the TikTok stories, uh, Twitter stories, and stuff. I actually know of a trip that happened like like last year. Yeah, I don't want to blurt out too much or whatever, but like it didn't go so well. You know what I mean? And going into it, like these boys have known each other for more than a decade. Do you get what I mean? So it's like a time doesn't like. You can't put time as a measurement for you, like the quality of your friendship. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I so yeah, it's one true. of those things. So going on to that trip, it wasn't like I thought we were all going to break off later on or something along those lines. It's just that it's easier to avoid conflict prior mm. in regards to what's people's like intentions. And I think we sort of stated that. Like some of the boys wanted to go more of a holiday vibe. Some of the boys were um, like, I know I wanted to go and train. You, you weren't there for the conversation. But we told you like later on. And it's good because you avoid things like later on, you know. Yeah. And alhamdulillah for that conversation is because later on when Ahmed was recommending we go Big Bora and he wanted to go to the Tiger or whatever, I can't get annoyed. You get what I mean? Because prior to the trip, he told me he wanted to do those, those type of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So same thing when I went and went to a training session on my own later on without you boys. I knew you guys weren't going to get annoyed because you guys knew that. I was like, really wanted to go to like training. The trip, yeah. You know? So. Yeah, I think it was good. Um, even just us sitting here and like saying you know we can't wait for the next trip that that's a big sign in itself that you know obviously things went to pl plan we dealt with things well we obviously became close to these type of things because it's only inevitable right like for these things to happen like clashes or you know people don't take jokes the right way and yeah. stuff like that and certain scenarios because even training in a sport that most of us are not familiar with and it's hot as well and we're tired, it's long days, like that took mm -hmm. a toll, especially on me, took yeah. a toll. And you've seen that a certain moments, it took yeah. a toll on me mentally. But then, you know, you, you kind of just deal with it, you kind of understand how people are more mm -hmm. in certain scenarios. And yeah. yeah, and like Ashraf said, you're spending a hundred hours together, so you're up in each other's faces, you know? Mm -hmm. Like the first night we come there, it's too hot in one of the rooms. Your room doesn't have AC. So it's not like at the end of the day, and me and Bristol were sharing a room, Bristol and I, you two were sharing a room, obviously. And then Ahmed had his own room because he's the king, you know? Hello, Barik. Anyway. Did he say he deserved it? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> let, let, let's have a next episode debate. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Right, we'll okay. see, we'll see. Yeah, I was just going to say, so obviously with that added effect, like on the first day, like we can't even avoid each other. Let's say at the, at the end of a long day, we, let's say heads are butted, cool, you don't get along. Now we've got to sleep in the same room together. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's inevitable, you know? Kind of just dealt with the problems in the moment, right? Yeah. There wasn't problems to deal with that, which was good. True, but then like God. these things like, you never think of before the trip to happen. Mm -hmm. The AC's not going to work. It's going to be bloody hot in the apartment. Mm -hmm. The electricity's going to go out one night and not, we don't know what to do next. And these type of things, I think we dealt with pretty well. You guys want to chat a little about the Muay Thai sessions? Because a lot of people maybe haven't even done Muay Thai here in Australia, but to do it in Thailand, like you said, number one sport with people uh, paying for a camp mm. or paying for a fight, 
um, what was you guys like experiences? Because to me, it was like besides the vibes and stuff, the brotherhood, it was the highlight of the trip. Yeah. You know, like that experience. Mm-hmm. So what you guys want to Why was it a highlight? For obviously, there's the obvious reasons, but... I think it's because it, like physically, I like doing things that are physically demanding. It was mm-hmm. that. It took me out of my comfort zone completely, learning a new skill. Um, core memory that we share together and I share with like Sam, who obviously I've known for years. And it's just, you know, there's so many ticks. It's like, I'm going to look back on it like, yeah, I went to a, a fight camp in Thailand or with some him. remote village and stuff, yeah. you know? And it's kind of cool as well because you see it with UFC fighters. Like, you've seen like Israel Adesanya in his last fight against Sean Strickland when like even one of the boys that we know, like kind of awfully, you know what I mean? He went to New Zealand to go join Israel on his camp, you know what I mean? And obviously... Maybe we speak about this next time we get seven on an episode or something like that. But going to another country for like, let's say 30 days to train multiple times a day, recover, and majority of it, you're going to be isolated away, uh, like uh, isolated from other people. And more importantly, you're isolated away from home. It's a tough thing mentally, you know? So like, obviously like he wouldn't appreciate it as much as we did that we were able to join him. You know, because that company is what he needed. Do you get what I mean? So later on, back when he thinks about it, it's like, okay, cool, because he's been to Thailand before, obviously for a fight camp. But this one was special. His brothers are there. His mates are there. And it's like, you can't, like, forget that. And hopefully that boosts him in his, like, next fight and he brings home the W. You know what I mean? Um, it was a highlight for you too, Ahmed? Like I you think, yeah, I think for me it's a highlight because I was very hesitant of doing it, only because I had the um, ankle injury and the stiffness. <laughs> I mean, why is he laughing? Why is he laughing? <laughs> why are you laughing? I, I, you can't talk. <laughs> you can't talk. Anyways, I was very because uh, I was still in recovery. Wait, what was stiff? My ankle. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Like he said, stiffness. Stiffness. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like he might have bad ankle. No, no. My, yeah. Like it was. It was still stiffness. <laughs> like, why, why do you laugh when I say that? <laughs> it, just say your ankle was stiff. Okay, my ankle was stiff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I was I was still in recovery phase, and I wasn't sure if I can keep up with the the pace of the um the training camp that we went through. But when we were, when we were, first day when we arrived there, I'm like, you know what, inshallah, let me go try, and see how I go. Obviously, like we did the um the the just running around the whole oh, mat, the warm up, yeah, the warm ups yeah. and stuff. Uh, I was lagging behind a little bit, but I just you know <laughs> let me just uh, push through. Because uh, that's the whole point. Let me get the experience where I came mm. here yeah. to take that experience and let me push through and do it. Yeah. It worked out well. Yeah. And there were some th- some activities I couldn't do, but some I was able to do. Like by kicking, I was only, only able to kick with my right, but not with my left. Because as soon as I tried to um, kick with my left, the I had a, like, a little pain on the side of my ankle. But there was a couple of times I tried and I was like, maybe I'll just allow it to stick with my right. And obviously, I created the connection with the, with Sam and all the other boys that were there, and obviously the coaches, and especially that one coach that only remembered my name out of all you boys. Did you? Did you? I love how you remember that. Yeah, that's that's the highlight. Do you remember his name? That was the highlight. Do you remember uh, his name? No, I don't remember <laughs> that dude that remembered my name is the highlight. That coach, that coach. I didn't say that. Yeah. The coach. You yeah, want to um, The coach was like, well, I think he like motivated me. Like, like no, that's good. It makes I think a difference. He pushes people, and and you have a talent for Muay Thai as well. Like martial arts. You got the tenacity, I, honestly. I, yeah. I have, I have, because I have prior younger experience. I just, I think it just came back. Kicked back. Because yeah. I was, was like karate. Huh? That was anime. Uh, well, a little anime was motivation was me actually sticking through the training camp, not, not tapping out. Yeah. I, I, there was a couple. T- the first day. What anime are you thinking about though? Uh, I think it was Naruto. Yeah. And at what moment? I think the moment where. Uh, are you punching the bags? Are you sparring against me? <laughs> the sparring was a different one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the um when we, do you know how like you you were doing like punching the bag and then stop for a minute. And then go back into it, start punching the back until you get your turn to oh, have that one on one. Yeah, yeah the, the pad work. The yeah. pad work. I think there was a moment of the half where I, I tapped out. I had to sit down and take a breather. Okay. Because I just couldn't handle it. But then I'm like, bro, uh, do you know what? Let's not. Uh, I don't want to waste time. Let me get back into it. And after that, like as soon as I took a breather, I think like two minutes, and I came back in. I just kept going. But I can't, if if my favorite anime Naruto didn't give up, like, why should I give up? Yeah, kind of thing yeah, yeah. You know what I mean no, But then I see like that. There's an impact as well You're seeing us boys train as well 
Whereas if you were to train by yourself, you probably wouldn't push yourself as much. Mm-hmm. That's true. And the trainees did make impact. They were all Muslim, mm-hmm. which made it just a bit more sweeter. Yeah. And they were local. They lived there. I want to know, how was the intensity for you guys? Because I noticed halfway through the first session that it's whatever pace you go at. That's true, yeah. Like you could easily just be like, for example, punching the bags. You could easily easy, easily be ca- casual about it and then you can get away with it if you really want yeah. to. And, s- and you could say like, oh, I was... I trained hard, that was a good session, but then you know at the end of the day how hard you push yourself. Yeah. So that for me was a big thing, really. Do you I feel like you didn't go hard enough, you went as hard as you could? Maybe at the start it was a shock because mm-hmm. it's a sport I've never done as well. Yeah. And that really put me outside the comfort zone. Like I was confused, really. I was like learning every single thing, you know, in terms of technique and the way you kick, the way you punch, you know, moving your hips as well. True. And that type of thing was like, okay, I'm still kind of doing it. I don't want to go too fast because i'm gonna do the wrong thing i don't know um get an injury but it was actually nice kind of seeing the art if you want to call it an art as well like um muay thai because it isn't that easy Mm -hmm. sometimes it can look a bit easy because you know the it's certain patterns that look very simple but let me start doing it at like a certain pace Mm. i struggled let me ask you because you've always played team sports growing up Yeah. yeah similar to ashraf pretty much all of us yeah and obviously, martial arts is an individual sport. You know, it's like a lot of it is you versus you. Did you realize some of that when you were there as well? You know, because pretty much the work that you put in, you sort of seep the results. You know what I mean? You know, in terms of that, like uh, train doing playing the sports where it's just you as an individual, I've started to enjoy that a bit more. Like in general, not just Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. So that kind of was one of the sparks that wanted me to do the, this challenge of like trying something new on this trip. That's what. I was actually geed about not the sport itself but just the idea of okay. doing more things that are personal yeah. challenge like other sports other things I'm doing like cycling running that's all individual I can go at the slowest pace no one will know but they'll know I did it but yeah. at the end of the day I know how hard I pushed myself really did I push my limits yeah so I think that was really interesting even seeing Sam like those times I'll just observe him and his brothers seeing how hard they're going or even just how focused they are because obviously focus is really makes a difference in your intensity as well. Because mm. you can easily get distracted, you know, you watch the boys, you have a laugh, tell them to do this or come over here. But if you really wanted to go harder, like it comes down to focus as well. But then one thing as well, like the heat was tough, man. Yeah, That was really hard. I nev- I've never sweated that much in my life. The humidity over there was, yeah, shocking. Uh, what about the individual side of it for Yasha? I think like Ali said, it's you and it, it's you against you. Mm-hmm. You know, the really the first day was the only difficult one, on like cardio, like cardio wise. Maybe just because I wasn't expecting it, maybe eating. But honestly, after the first session, like lasting two hours wasn't too difficult. Yeah. You know, maybe because I expected it to be two hour sessions, which mm-hmm. normally I'm not used to. Obviously, the sweat was out of control. Like, um, on know, another level. Yeah. Honestly, which yeah. is a bit like kind of disgusting to train in. Yeah. But honestly, after like, there's sometimes you finish the two hours, but like I actually want to learn more because they're learning us like technical skills. But the first day, it was like, man, why am I here? Cardio, just hit in the bag. Heck, am I really learning anything? The next time, he changes it up. And he changes something. It's like, hey, I'm actually picking this up. So you start to feel good about it. And yeah. you're like, I can push. Especially that it's not like 100% the whole time. A lot of it was technical skills. Mm-hmm. So he's like, go 70% and learn what you're doing. True. It's not just like punch a bag 100 times in one minute. True. So because of that, um, after the first session, I honestly found it pretty uh, manageable. Yeah, why we went gym some days did hill sprints after you could like you know yeah it's on a different level man and you appreciate martial arts and then you appreciate fighting as well and part of it as well with martial arts is it's an ego check you know because now like you know like for example we were there with like four other professional fighters or five or whatever including the trainers or something along those lines and Thai people are borderline short you know but they could all whoop our ass yeah. confirm do you get what I mean so it checks your ego a little bit where it's like, okay, I have to humble myself, you know, individually. So if I'm doing something wrong, you know what I mean? I have to try and practice that drill or that skill, refine it. So then I actually do it like properly and better like later on next time, you know. And there's something rewarding about like the indi- individual aspect of a sport, you know, because on the team, you can get away with lacking a little bit, you know, like someone else carries the team a little bit one day, you cannot be performing or whatnot. But like shout out to like going back to the, these fighters and whatnot. It's like on the day, on the day that they fight, you know, in front of X amount of people in a cage, you know, there is no room for error. 
like the margin for error, like every day counts in terms of what you've like put your body through. You know, so you realize that side of things. And with regards to like the addictive side of it, things, it's like you come back, I don't know about you guys, but I came back wanting to do Muay Thai. You know what I mean? Or if not, getting better at least like with the BJJ that I at least do, so then later on I can like go do Pick it. Pick up the next martial art, whatever. Yeah. I think, oh, you, sorry, you can go. I just want to say one thing in terms of like ego check. Yeah. You know, I was so happy that we recorded ourselves training <laughs> yeah. in the <laughs> ring because I remember, I can't remember actually who recorded me, but I knew I was being recorded. And I was hitting the pads. I remember in the moment I was thinking, damn, I'm a sheep, bro. <laughs> like, I, my, te- my technique's actually getting better. Swear to God. Like, I yeah. actually genuinely thought that. And I felt like, yeah, I was punching hard. Like, yeah. my patterns seem sick. I can't wait to see the video. Yeah. God, bro, I look so slow. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm sweaty. I feel a bit on the chubby side. <laughs> you know, the sweat, you can see. It, it just, that's oh, an ego check in itself, bro. Those videos are bad to watch. Yeah, it was hard, man. I enjoyed watching them. Because you're, no, no, you're a machine, bro. No, no, not not my individual side. All of us, because because oh, okay, yeah. I'm very pro documenting. Okay, yeah. so we can go back. Like even within a one day, you can see results. See, this is another th- good thing. I'll get back to that point. This is another good thing about Thailand as well. Is it's like almost like Dragon Ball Z. I mean, you get this reference, yeah. Like Dragon Ball Z, like Goku and Vegeta, they'll go to the hyperbolic chamber, yeah, where they'll go train. But the training over there, like, what's one day equivalent to? Like a thousand years or something along those lines. Oh, you know what I mean? that's not a, a fair metric. That, but that's one ha- day, a thousand years. I don't know the exact X amount, you know what I mean? But one day is equivalent to X amount, but it's like a lot, you know what I mean? So they'll go train there at a different gravity, the intensity is different and whatnot, and they'll come back and their power levels are like ridiculous when they come out, you know what I mean? I don't know, there's sort of some sort of symbolism there with like Thailand, you know, because you come here in Melbourne, most martial arts gyms will only give you an hour's worth of training. You'll know with this with, this, with boxing. Warm up and they finish early if they're tired or if they're salat or something if it's Muslim yeah. run exactly yeah. over there you're there for eight days you get two sessions a day and the, each session is two hours long so like one day is equivalent to when you add on top of the fact that you work commitments family and all that kind of stuff is qu- equivalent to a whole week's worth of training here you know so you come back and you learn so much more in such a short amount of time so it's like it's like sort of like a no-brainer you know I also feel like um, the environment as well because here it's mainly like indoors and it's in like a factory or a room. Yeah. But there it was like outdoors and the heat got to us, man. Mm. Like yeah, the style was tough. I was drenched within 10 minutes, man. <laughs> Bro, do you, really you, guys know, do you even remember like during the day, like we walked through the, the old town and stuff and I'm just sweating. Like, bro, it was enough, man. Yeah. We just went into stores just because there was AC. Yeah. That was like a tough really day, tough that one, yeah. Start, yeah. And that's town. the truth because um, I think <laughs> you realise after a while um, that me and Ali started to reduce our... What's it called? Our contribution, uh, not contribution, but like <laughs> us wanting to go train uh, furthermore towards the end of the trip. Yeah, yeah. For me personally, it was exhaustion. Yeah. yeah. I was gone. Yeah. Like I couldn't even get myself up. And but you, you guys will also go to the gym as well. That's the other thing as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the gym in that heat. I feel like with the gym, you know, you can control how you train and you're under air conditioning. And yeah, it was a bit different. I was surprised about those facilities. That, I'm like, whoa. And like when we first started, <laughs> when we went for the, the little lap, yeah, just to warm up. I was all I was fighting yeah. my mind. Like I was like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> yeah. But it all paid off, yeah. But I thought the exact same thing as well because in that first lap, <laughs> you see me. I'm wearing my tight t-shirt, some like a t-shirt to train, and I'm like beautiful. I'm gonna. The second lap, I took that t-shirt off. Ashraf was like, "Bro, you gotta keep your t-shirt. We might record this video." I was like, "Bro, it's the video. Yeah. I can't keep my can t-shirt on." You know. I was skins one day. Yeah. Look at that <laughs> shot. Crazy. I was yeah. Yeah. That was like on a, like on a different lap. level, you know? And I know this guy's like reaction, like all of our reaction after the first training session, because the first training session was probably the most exhausting one. You know that when we came back that night, we all came back, we had a shower, and like I was kind of happy Sam cancelled, because you know, that was the night when we first went to catch up with Sam and he cancelled. That was going to be effort, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, thank God he cancelled, because then we walked to Bismillah. Bismillah to have dinner. And everyone's reaction that day was like, this is 10 out of 10, like they loved it, you know what I mean? So, okay. no, nah, that's good, you Honestly, know. Honestly, man, trip was... Or what was you guys' main takeaways, like, now coming back? Because I, like, uh, Ali knows right after the trip, like, three days later, he started 75 hard. Yeah. It wasn't long. Wednesday, you came back. Monday, it started. I think that's exactly what I needed. Mm. I feel like, cause you, you know how we went away for, like, a week? It's like a... I don't know about you guys, but for me, it was like a pause. Like, your whole life, your whole the whole world is pause and, like... You get to think and take then a step back. Take a step back and make your way back, you know. Yeah. And then once we got back here, it's like 
we're going to a new routine. It's did like you do you think about that night that you you made us do like the reflections and stuff like that? Like, I don't ponder over it too much. What reflection? Remember when we went to the shopping center? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, you, obviously, at the trip, you know, we we're doing mm-hmm. so much, training so hard. You know, we had that, like you said, a pause from reality, and it's like, okay, what do I want to change when I get back? And we kind of had a discussion on that. Yeah, you haven't been thinking about it. No, I have, obviously, because we're doing that challenge now, anyways. But um, I just feel like, you know, we've got not like we've got like two months left of the year, <laughs> yeah. and it's like we reflect now on what has gone past and what have we accomplished? Have we are we are where we want to be? And like Ali always keeps reminding me, it's like twenty twenty four is a new year. And you want to be at a at your peak before you enter New Year, so that you can pick up new habits and new goals. And it's like, how can we make the most of the remaining um, days we have? And I felt like that day was that session was pretty, pretty um, effective. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, you know the things that like there's one thing where going back to like like getting off the Muay Thai conversation, the martial arts. Yeah, one good thing about traveling with a group of boys as well is, and this is what I've realized in comparison to traveling like solo is the shared memories. You know, like, for example, like, I have core memories of when I went to Iceland, you know, and, like, I had that situation where my car was uh, slipped on whatever. Uh, I swerved off on black ice, yeah? But I can't share that memory with someone else. I got half of TikTok telling me, now that didn't happen. There's half of people saying, how did that actually, like, happen? Whatever, cool. You know, but you come back, and then after, like, on the trip with the boys, like, the night the blackout happened. You know, I'll never forget that. You know what I mean? Like learning about that fact that, like, wait, does someone want to explain the blackout story? By I the way, I should explain it. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, all right, inshallah. So second, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> first full day in Thailand because yeah. we arrive at night. We go, we check in. Uh, Ahmed takes lead, and then the second day, it's our first full day. We travel around <laughs> Thailand. We train. We do our thing. Um, we come back late, like ten, eleven. And we get there and we get, our, uh, get, off our, get out of our grab. Uh, we press the electric button to open up the gate. It's not turning on. Like, what is going on? And then we're like, okay, maybe something's wrong. And then we look around, no lights are on. So Wally and I jump over and we start, we get inside, we use the key, we open up the house. We're like, no electricity, no power. It's like nearly, it's about midnight now. And we're like, what should we do? And then we, um, we start calling the Airbnb guy. Called him like five, six times. These guys are outside. They have a dog chasing them. And then I'm yeah. like, what the dog do? was going to chase them. Chase us. Yeah, so we saw Ali and Ahmed outside. Yeah. And Willie and I are opening up a uh, electricity box. We, like we know what we're doing. <laughs> like Bob the Builder. Or like, <laughs> tops okay, are off. Why don't we take off this cord? Why don't we take out that cord? Well, that was dangerous. And they were like, damn, what should we do? I keep calling this guy. The boys jump over. And they, like some of these guys <laughs> didn't even try to help. They just, they just jumped over and sat down on the chair. It's like, yeah. bro, try to find the solution, you know? And they're like, oh, you guys are doing it. Bro, I got to a point where I accepted. I was like, boys. Ali wasn't I, there. I say, Ali wasn't there that yeah. night. Yeah. I woke up from he was a nap. Yeah. No, but you know when you wake up from a nap, like yeah. from the drive? Yeah. And you're sweating. Yeah. Like this is proper sweat. Like <laughs> when you walk outside. And then this guy is wanting to take photos because you're saying memories. I'm like, I love bro. it. You know what's funny? I went and <laughs> I went and took the, um, the, the the videos off of Ahmed, yeah. And I went back to that one video that one night. Like this is the first thing I was trying to look for, yeah. And thank God, Wallahi, I recorded it because I don't know if you guys remember. You know when I pulled the camera, obviously there's no light, so I got the flashlight and I interviewed every single one of us about like what's their reaction, what's going on. <laughs> At least just like, I hope you can put it in this. I hope you can put it in this clip, sure. maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're just like core moves you can't forget. But you know when we're jumping off, yeah? Some people had successfully jumped off, yeah? One person here didn't make the jump and actually had a fall. <laughs> well, was it one me? person? Yes. So inquisitive. Now, I was panicking because of the dog, man. These that was scary, so bro. Yeah, it's the like dog was like 20 meters staring at us. Staring <laughs> down you don't remember falling? I tripped because there were snails on top of the thing as well. I'm like, probably, yeah. I was just thinking about too many things. He was too I focused just, I on getting on the other you. side, bro. Yeah. Well, I felt bad for him. Because there's pebbles, there's a stone. He could have easily knocked himself yeah. like unconscious, dangerous, you know? Bear in mind, the height was like three meters, like two and a half, yeah. three. I, I told the boys, I don't know if you guys remember, but it's like some of the boys were burning and they're like, damn, this has to, why is this happening? And I told them, I said like, in these little obstacles is like the, f- the, the memories. 
know, like yeah. the crazy memories, the funny memories. Like if sometimes when the trip is too smooth, it's like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's nice in you know Daisy. But when there's a little obstacle or something like that, it's just a story to look back on. Yeah. That literally is travel. Like our first day in Thailand, proper day, come back, electricity's off, and we spent two hours outside, not knowing what to do, thinking we have to sleep outside. Mozzies. Yeah. You know, there was and, no and AC inside. The house was hotter than outside. Yeah, it was. So and the funny thing is, and out of the film photos that I took, you see the ones I sent you back in the group chat, my favourite were the ones where... Don't say the topless one. We're pause. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> no, there's a <laughs> there's a topless one of like on the bed. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Yo. no, sorry, sorry, no, I don't mean like no, that. Let me just oh. sorry, 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 sorry. My you and the guy behind the exactly me and the, the yeah, cameraman. That's my favorite ones. And then there was a comment in the group chat. Oh, these guys need to go to shred ASAP. <laughs> yeah. So that's not the best one, bro. <laughs> there's, there's, oh, that's a memory. There's one. I think it's Ahmed. You and Marissa all sitting there, and then there's Ashra's one just like this, yeah. Favorite ones, bro, you know. Yeah. So, no, alhamdulillah. No, but these are right. The obstacles are the ones where you are able to tell the stories to people. Can mm-hmm. someone ask you, How's your trip? You're gonna say, Yeah, it's good. But mm-hmm. you think about the things that didn't go to plan, that's what you actually talk about. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we, t- we spoke about with Sahal, they didn't come on the trip, some of the other boys in the group. Because I've been to Thailand like multiple times, he's Ali's been there, yeah. <laughs> Ahmed's been there. <laughs> I love hearing <laughs> your your opinions, um, all the feedback. What's um, what's one thing that you guys yeah. hated from the trip? Hated? Yeah, that's a good question. What did you enjoy from the trip? Wow, that's a good question. I never really thought of that. One thing I hate is a strong word. I don't know. I don't want to say like. Or didn't enjoy. In or something maybe that you would say maybe didn't go to plan. <laughs> one thing that didn't go to plan maybe because. Um, the mornings were delayed. I'm a morning person. Yeah, I feel like we could have made the most in the mornings in terms of because remember before the trip, yeah, yeah. we were saying yeah, we'll get up for Fajr, stay up, <laughs> go for a run, do the gym workout straight after Fajr. Yeah. Day set nine, yeah. like nine a.m. We're ready to go, uh-huh. bro. The days we like just drag our feet, bro, because we didn't take into account into account of like recovery and actually our muscles being sore from training. These type of things, and there was also days we didn't eat enough. Yeah. That was difficult. I don't think we ate enough the whole trip. Yeah. The whole trip. So one thing that didn't go to plan, maybe not eating enough food. I was a bit disappointed that my appetite wasn't that big. I feel like because we were way over-occupied. Like we're doing like 25,000 steps a day. We're training on one day. The other day we're doing gym. I feel like we're really busy and sometimes we might have lost our appetite. Well, at least Mm. I did. In most cases. You never even ate the Thai food, bro. Look, I, I personally don't like Thai food or... Asian food in general. I had food poisoning in the past and it's I'm not going near it again. <laughs> Did you feel, you feel like it was because of Brissa, we had to find other places that you can actually eat at? Because most of, like, if you go to Thailand, that's the only thing you can eat. Like, that's the... Uh, yeah, look, the he, he wasn't too bad, but then it's just like, it was in the back of our mind whether mm. we, like, we liked it or not. Yeah. So it wasn't easy. Mm. Look, it's been mentioned in the past. People say I am a bad buzz when it comes to food, um, but it is what it is. Mm. Like, yeah. I told you guys multiple times, like, Go eat. I'll come with you guys. You know, yeah. I'm 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 happy to eating bread instead of eating. <laughs> I said you'll eat bread, bro. That's it. That's you can survive in bread. I was, could not survive with that. So just one other thing that we haven't spoken about, just so people think, is obviously we do do other things on the trip. And one of the other days that we dedicated to is we went to Fifi Island. Um, anyone want to recap that? Whatever, speak about it. I mean, you seem keen. Me? Yeah, 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 go on. I think because uh, also I, the I other I thing, I think, yeah, honestly, I think the the story has to be like explained by Ashraf because he was like the guy who was watching the whole thing. Sorry, about the Fifi Island from the, from the very start to the end. But give a gist of the story, and he can elaborate. So, uh, so basically, like I think the um, two days before me and uh, Brissa planned the Fifi Island trip. With the one of the um the workers there, the one at the shops in the corner. Oh yeah, he was watching. You f- yeah, I get you. Yeah, and, and <laughs> you have to defend yourself, Ashraf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come, 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 sit. And then uh, obviously we all agreed. Um, look, we're gonna do it two days in advance. We paid and everything. Good, alhamdulillah. All right. And I took, I would say I took most of the control of like trying to organize the boys to be on time. And to, uh, to at least enjoy the trip and everything, and probably you guys call me, you know, the time Nazi. The time Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Are we talking about Fifi Islands? Yeah. Why don't you talk yeah, about how beautiful about the water Fifi was? Island. He wants, context, he wants to start a fight well, as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the like first thing he jokes. done when he came back, he told Seuss everything that did not happen on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look, the morning came. I thought uh, the night before we, I think we, we had training and then we went to bed or? Yeah, we went to Bangalore Road and that first night that we went to Bangalore Road to go, obviously go see it out. We went to Bangalore Beach. Not, is it? No, P- Patong Beach. Patong so Beach, yeah. we were in Patong. And then obviously we told ourselves that one of the days we're actually going to go do like island hopping and stuff, yeah. but I'm saying, I'm saying snorkeling, like, scuba diving. I'm saying the night before, but before the for the trip. Yeah. What, what were we doing? Because we came late as well, didn't we? Probably training. Training. More yeah. than likely training. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. And before, as soon as we got home, I told the boys, "Hey boys, just uh, pack your bags with swimming clothes and get prepared." So when we wake up, because the, the driver was going to come between a certain time, he said like seven thirty or seven forty-five. He's gonna pick us up. Yeah, and uh, and the boys like, yep, yeah, okay, no worries. All right. So the boys went upstairs. I went to my room. It was like outside. Was this the same night as the Whiteys? Yeah, it was the same night as the Whiteys. Whiteys, yeah. Yeah, but we'll talk about that another time. Do you remember the Whiteys? No. <laughs> Chris, I don't. You, c- you can't sleep oh, until you wash my clothes. The Whiteys, oh. you're. He's you made a big fuss out of it. Uh, yeah. Alhamdulillah, yeah. Alhamdulillah. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. It is what it is. So. Before before I slept, I put in that we had our own uh, like a group chat so we can message each other if anything happens. So I put in a reminder, boys, make sure you pack your bags so we can wake up early and get some, like be fresh, freshened up so we can get ready and head for the bus when the guy comes here. The boys said okay. So I had my Apple Watch on like for the, for, for my sleep. Every little detail, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, how's the Fifi Islands? The question. She's talking about his wings. Apple Watch to sleep. <laughs> So I put on an alarm. So we wake up. I, I wake up. Then I went. Uh, I went upstairs. Uh, I went to the house. And Brissa was already awake. Alhamdulillah. And then I went out, went upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I went upstairs to check on the boys. Yeah. And um, some boys were sleeping. Some boys were half awake. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, "Hey, boys, we gotta get up. Um, I'm gonna give you, have to come back half an hour. I'll wake you guys up properly so we can go." Okay. Done. So I sat down, waited half an hour, and then. Um, Ashraf, wake up. Ali, wake up. I think you were half awake as well. I was asleep. You were still asleep? <laughs> yeah, I was asleep. Because I thought Brissy to go and wake you up. Yeah, if I did last minute, yeah. 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 So all the boys got ready. Yeah. And Wellie was the last one to come downstairs. Yeah. And he's still questioning, oh, what do I need to bring? I, the person I am uh, that likes to be on time and likes yeah. to get ready so we yeah. can have a nice day, yeah. I got annoyed quickly. Uh, with Wally. Cuz, can I tell you something, yeah? yeah? <laughs> I don't think no one cares about this story. <laughs> can we talk about PV Island? <laughs> no one wants to know that me and you had a well, bump like, in. I think <laughs> it's been five minutes you asked that question. So th- how was Fifi Islands? No, Fifi Islands was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Well, like, Fifi Islands rated the nicest place in the world. Yeah. Like TripAdvisor or whatever. Well, sure. Because it was good. Yeah, because I've been to talk <laughs> about Apple Watch. And I, I want to give a, a, a story. Like, true, true, a, a, true. A, a, what happened? At least yeah. one of the stories. I didn't yeah. really enough gave enough story when true. he talked about that. Basically, time. people realized I, because we all learned things about each other on the trip. Apparently, I'm very much Somali like when it comes to like my timing. I don't respect timing. Um, and Ahmed, Allah Mubarak, one good quality that he has, he's very prompt on time and sharp, you know, so I kind of disappointed him that I, like, sort of done that, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but after so uh, we, we dealt with the situation, and <laughs> uh, the driver was obviously annoyed, because he had other customers to pick up, but we had a, we had a nice day, so we arrived. Yeah. Uh, at the, um, what was the, at the um, what was your best part of that whole day when we went to Fifi Island? Fifi Island? Oh, I think when we, uh, Brissa was about to get um, thing the called out. Jet ski? The jet ski. Because mm. uh, Brissa, like, he, he that was... That was your best memory? because... You went Fifi Island. I thought it was... Oh, for me, it was seeing this guy smile, man, when I said, I'll come jet ski with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the best moment. Well, like, look, I didn't promise him anything, but, like... I've you didn't want to go jet ski? No, you didn't want to go. I didn't really feel it. And it was, like, I think, 50 Australian dollars. I'm like, you know what? For f- half an hour? Half an hour, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Probably not. But then <laughs> this guy, yeah. well, like, he pressured me and pressured me. Do you know that? Because he, re- he reminded me of, um, you know, that little cat in Shrek? Yeah. You know Shrek? When yeah, he yeah. Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, the way he begged me, and then, I, and then I made, like, I started thinking, I'm like, I've been in his shoes in the past, okay? He hasn't experienced it. I'm like, you know what? And you, you boys are being a bad buzz as well. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'll just do it for the sake of doing yeah. it. Well, like, this guy's smile was crazy. 
he was happy about. Now nah, I was really happy for him. Yeah, but, yeah, but you also I remember like, you guys I bargaining. Like, I, even after, I think. Got, if, if I but, think that but, was quality time yeah. for them as well. But the thing is, I actually loved it. I yeah. enjoyed it, yeah, because yeah. I always loved doing jet skis until, until, until the end. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we almost got um, what's it called? Ripped off. Okay. Ripped off. Yeah. Oh, not ripped off, but like. Oh, accused. Scammed. Scammed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got to the jet skis and the guys were checking around the jet skis and he made it very clear: if you damage anything, okay, you're gonna be paying a massive fine. It comes to about five thousand Australian dollars or something, yeah. And it's already happened to me in the past. I know what these guys do. Yeah, they're very smart. So we, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just go on my jet ski. Yeah. So we left. We went. We were jet skiing around, whatever. Um, and then we got back. And then I already knew what was gonna happen. I already had this gut feeling. Yeah. This guy's um, he got off his um his jet ski. And then he was just watching. The minute I got to like the the parking up onto yeah the the, the, to the guys. They started looking around, like smoking. They're like, <gasps> they started talking in Thai. I'm like, I'm like, oh, here we go. They said there's a massive scratch on this side. There's a there's like a massive dent underneath, but it was already there from the start, yeah. And then they started uh, pressuring, yeah. pressuring me, and um, they're like, you you hit it. I'm like, yeah. brother, I didn't even I didn't yeah. even go close to him. I didn't even go like two I meters away I from him. Yeah, I, I was like, what are you talking about? We never we never went close to each other. You've been watching us the whole time. Yeah, and it was yeah. the kid. And, and the kid wasn't involved. He's the one who like they just wanted money. Yeah, accusation. They scamming, and then um, they're like, yeah. oh, we'll call our boss. So they went call the boss, and he's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yeah, I think that was good. I think that really was good bonding time between you two guys because yeah. I think out of everyone on the trip as well, you were the best two bargainers. You get what I mean? Mm. Ideally. <laughs> yeah. from, from experience, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And um, like without without you two guys, we probably wouldn't have gone to Fifi Island that day. And I, I believe you guys did plan it. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe you and I can answer how Fifi Islands was because that's yeah, that's true. So <laughs> Fifi <laughs> Islands obviously known as one of the most beautiful. Uh, waters in the world and islands mm -hmm. honestly for me it was the clearest water I've seen mm -hmm. maybe Great Barrier Reef was different for you but it was beautiful yeah. um, and it was nice going island hopping it would have been nice to maybe swim more frequently in the water mm -hmm. and kind of like jump off the boat in like the pretty much the ocean you know like you see those videos that, but that's more private boats we got the group boats um, I feel like there's a bit of over tourism in the Fifi Islands there's so many different boats and boat groups that were going and there was just hundreds and maybe even thousands of people in certain islands, yep. which was a bit much. Uh, so I, I think it's always worth going if you're in Phuket, but I don't know if it's worth going to Phuket for that. Yeah. There might be other islands, like people say in Malaysia, in Philippines and stuff like that, which could be just as nice with less tourism. Yeah. I'll, I'll be able to tell you that soon on the Philippines. Yeah, the t uh, good plug, by the way. But the tourism is what ruined Fifi Island. I agree with Over you. Over tourism? That. Yeah, but it's also one thing that made it uh, good as well because one of the core memories on the day of Fifi Island was like the boat trips with the random strangers that you would never ever meet again, you know? And it's a good way of like connect. We actually probably followed one person that we still have on social media to this day. He might obviously listen to this episode. He'll probably listen to this episode and realise that it's from Thailand and he'll listen to it. Mm. But like those core memories with people that you would never ever meet again, like me and this guy were at work the other day and we've gone through the Fifi Island videos, the boat video, sorry. And then we were laughing at like, the, you know, the white guy, the bald head, just bopping it. Ahmed's mate. Ahmed's mate. Yeah, we're just dying and it's like, if I showed that video to someone else, no one else would like get like the... the Share memories, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. I think uh, about, about that boat one as well. Yeah. It's just that because I remember going with like with my family, like when we go to the Egypt or whatever, we're doing the boat trips and stuff. There will always has to be that one group of friends that just like start a vibe and like with then make and everyone we're vibes, vibe yeah. together as well. We were vibes, and yeah. We were that vibes on yeah. that day. And I was like, that's the, probably the best. I thing appreciate that. that. Well, like, you, yeah. uh, you started it, but it was it was good that all of us joined. Oh, in thank as well. you. That's the kindest thing you've said to me so far <laughs> <laughs> in regards to this trip. <laughs> no, nah, but um. I want to do just like one takeaway maybe everyone had from the trip and then I think I'll end the episode there. Um, say, say yours first. Wait, do you, want, uh, do you want Ali to sit in between yeah, you guys? Come, come sit. No? <laughs> say, say yours first. Uh, I'm, I'm still thinking mine. Yeah. Um, look, my, <laughs> my main takeaway is, and I always <laughs> preach this, yeah. travel, travel, travel. But when I say travel, you got to travel with your best mates, uh, with a group of people, uh, with work colleagues yeah. your wife your partner so for me um just uh, having that experience with you guys was probably one of the best experiences i've had overseas so yeah just travel with people man that's probably one of the um it's not a takeaway but it's advice yeah uh doing something cultural in the the homeland of like that certain place is very like memorable you know what i mean because you'll never ever get that because whether we do muay thai here 
we'll never ever get that you know what i mean similar to i don't know if you go to japan and you do samurai stuff something cultural it's like it's very um memorable and they have very even though the trainers they're very passionate about their craft you know um you still got all yours? Still yeah, I, think I, was, I was gonna say maybe tr- tr- travel, but try to get different type of experience with a group of friends, group of, uh, with a family, even for yourself. Because right now I've done two, and then the only thing left. I What's left? Uh, your shorty. Solo. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you haven't you haven't traveled with the what the your wife? Your wife. Oh, uh, wife. Oh, oh, inshallah as well. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, to take off the box before you get married, that kind That's of thing. True. Mm. But so yeah, because because most of you boys have done that, and I'm I think I've got only got one left. Inshallah. Solo, yeah. Yeah. Inshallah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's probably same, obviously, thing with investing in experiences. But a big takeaway was um, maybe living simple. You know, looking at the people in Thailand, alhamdulillah, they, they looked happy. And they lived, uh, in maybe in our eyes in the Western world, simple lives, not with too many things. And they seemed like they were happy. So it's not the, you know, desire to invest in more clothes, better cars. Some, you remember, did you see the place when we were training, how the people were showering? Yeah. So when I looked at that, I was like, subhanAllah, they were content with what they had. <coughs> And they looked happy. So it was more like just um, the art of living simple and investing in experiences and things mm. you value instead of, you know, Facts. consumerism. Mm. Um, I would say for me is embracing the obstacles as in things not going to plan like you guys saw. Um, at times, maybe if I was tired, obviously I'm not a person that will speak. Um, and I'll kind of, it's kind of more obvious as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's something I can work on, but then it's also advice just embracing and accepting like things aren't always going to go to plan. Like, because you always go on a holiday, you're always so excited, you never really think about potential things not going your way. So I, c- I would say just, yeah, it, it kind of expect it and live with it. So that's, that's good. Yeah. I think we'll leave the episode there. Uh, just for the listeners, if you've made it this far to the episode, just so I know um, if you've made it to this far. Comment down below where we should travel next to. You know, that's how I know you'll make it to this part of the episode. Let us know where our next FD boys trip is going to be. And you guys know the drill. Make sure to like, share, subscribe. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.